As we celebrate the sixth Sunday of Easter, we continue the reading from the Acts of the Apostles as we have been reflecting. This book in the Bible is the book that tells us the beginning of the church. What happened after Jesus was uh, crucified and then he was risen? What did the apostles do after that time when Jesus was not with them? Well, the disciples, the apostles, went to preach to different parts as Jesus asked them to do to the ends of the world, the world that they knew up to that moment. So the disciples went to preach. The disciples went to bring the good news to the other towns, to the other cities, to other countries, nations that were around them. And one of the things that we see today in the gospel is how the apostle Philip, sorry, in the first reading, how the apostle Philip went to the town of Samaria, the city of Samaria. And we have heard this before many times. What's the issue with the Samaritans, with the people of Samaria? Well, as you know, most of you might know, the people of Samaria were not recognized as faithful in the Jewish community, the Jewish community in Jerusalem that was the center of their faith. People of Samaria lived north of Jerusalem and they were almost considered pagans. They were considered as not that faithful to the faith because they have other traditions that were mixed with the Jewish traditions. But what happens here in this reading is that Philip the Apostle goes to Samaria to preach about Jesus. And the people in the south, they didn't believe, they didn't want to uh, believe in Jesus Christ as risen from the Lord, as the Messiah. But the people from the north, they were able to believe. They decided to believe that Jesus was risen, that he was the Messiah. The first reading says that the crowds paid attention to what Philip was saying and then they were baptized because they saw the signs that this apostle did in the name of Jesus. They were baptized. These people in Samaria who were considered outcasts, who were considered pagans, who were considered unfaithful to the true faith, they were the first ones who joined this uh, teaching of the apostles. They decided to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. These people who were outcasts, look at Philip the apostle. The faith of Christianity transcends any national border. The Christianity transcends any historical hate and resentment that was happening in this community at that time. Any hate and resentment that these two communities had. The faith in Jesus transcends all of this because it brings them together. What Christianity is supposed to do in the world is to bring people together. And that is seen in the second part of the first reading. Because after the Samaritans, have decided to believe in Jesus and they have accepted the word of God 
and that have, then they have been baptized, then the apostles Peter and John, who live in Jerusalem, knowing that the people of Samaria had converted, they go to Samaria to confirm them in their faith of Christianity, in the faith of Jesus Christ. What does it mean? Why Peter and John had to go to Samaria? But the gospel says that so they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because up to that point, they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So when Peter and John go to Samaria, they lay hands on them and the people receive the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to receive the Holy Spirit? That they are able to participate in the fullness of the church. That the universality of Christianity comes to them. Because they are in Samaria, just in their city with Philip, they are baptized. But by Peter and John coming to their, this place, then they are connected to the universal church. And that's how the Holy Spirit is able to come into their lives, by connecting with the universal church. I remember when I was a kid and I lived in a small village in Colombia. The bishop of that diocese went there only once. In all my 11 years that I lived in that small village, only once the bishop went to our small town. That was probably the most important thing that happened in our village, that the bishop came. We had, uh, we had messages for him, we had cards, we had food, we had dancing. We, we were, I was at the primary school, we prepared some dances, uh, uh, traditional dances. Uh, we had a huge celebration of the mass. People from nearby villages came. It was the biggest thing that happened in our village. The bishop came to visit us. And why is it so important that the bishop comes? Because the bishop in the Catholic Church represents, is a successor to the apostles. The bishop is the leader of the diocese, but the bishop is the one who is supposed to keep the diocese in unity, connected with each other and connected with Jesus Christ. That's why it was a huge, a huge event that he came. Because by the bishop coming to our small village, we felt connected with all the different parishes, churches, that he was able to visit around our state, with all the people who belonged to those parishes, who went to worship with them, who were part of those communities. It is the bishop the one who keeps that unity. That's why it's so important that Peter and Paul Apostles in Jerusalem come to visit Samaria because then the people in Samaria are able to feel part of a bigger community, of a bigger church, of the Catholic Church. And that's who we are. And that's why we need that unity 
And that's why we need to be part of a community because that is when the Holy Spirit comes upon us to enlighten us, to strengthen our faith, to keep us together. It's something beautiful. This week we are celebrating the Laudato Si week. It's the fifth anniversary of this encyclical that Pope Francis wrote about the environment and about the world and about our common home, our universe, our planet. This whole week will be a celebration of this. And the main message that Laudato Si brings is that, and Pope Francis says this, is everything is connected. Everything is connected. With this pandemic that we are living, we thought that we had everything arranged. We thought that we had everything under control, that this country, that this section of the world was fine. But now we realize that everything is connected, that this pandemic is global, that something that happens miles away can affect us too. Everything is connected. That's something that we do against our planet, that's something that we do against creation is going to affect everybody in this planet, in this world. Everything is connected as the Catholic Church is connected. We are connected to the apostles. We are connected to Jesus Christ. We are connected to God. We are connected to each other, to the communities in other parts of the world, in other Catholic churches in the world, to other Christians in this world. Everything is connected. And we are connected through the Holy Spirit because that's what we hear in the gospel, the spirit of truth that the Lord Jesus has given us. And this spirit of truth it's not, not to go and tell people who don't think like us that we have the truth and that we are going to tell us what the truth is. No. The spirit of truth is the one that inspires us to bring that truth to the world, to live in the spirit of truth. Because when we don't do what we are supposed to do, when we don't live as Christians, when we don't live and care about our, the crea creation, all what God has created, our, the human beings, our brothers and sisters, the animal, the plants, and everything that exists, when we don't care about them, then we are living in a spirit of lies. That is not the spirit of truth that Jesus gave us. We need to continue to be inspired by him who has the truth not half-truths, not fake news, not fake truths, not a religion of menus, just taking what I can live with, just taking what I consider this is truth. No, the spirit of truth is living as Jesus lived, is living in the truth of Christianity, in the truth of the Lord, is taking care of our brothers and sisters, is taking care of creation. And all this sacrifice that we are doing, but not being able to be here present in this church, and not being fed by the Eucharist in a physical way, this is a huge sacrifice for all Christians, for all Catholics, but we do it because we are taking care of a bigger population, of our brothers and sisters.
because we want to take care of each other because everything is connected. And it's connected through the Holy Spirit who make us one, who make us one in Jesus Christ. So hopefully this Sunday, this Laudato Si week is going to help us reflect on that interconnectedness of this world and that unity and interconnectedness of all of us as Catholics, as Christians. And we ask the Lord to send us the spirit of truth, to make us live as Christians of truth, as people who live in the light and not in darkness. May the Holy Spirit strengthen you and your family. May the Holy Spirit come upon you and give you a strong faith, strong mind, strong will that is connected with God, that is connected with all your brothers and sisters. Come, Holy Spirit, enlighten us today and always.